0: Hi everybody, Eve Harrow, Rejuvenation on the Land of Israel Network. Out in the middle of the Shomron, or the northern part of the Shomron. I am so excited to be here today. It's an absolutely beautiful day. It's October 4th, 2021, and I drove all the way up to Itamar, which is one of the Jewish towns surrounding Shchem, surrounding Nablus, uh, to come and interview I have to say one of my now that school is over, I can say one of my favorite professors from this year, from this last year, from studying from my master's degree, Dr. Dvir-Aviv, I took two courses with him, learned a ton, even managed to pass his tests, which weren't so easy, by the way. Anyway, he is now um, running this archaeological dig here in Itamar, and he's taking out a few minutes, which is not such a small thing. because There's a lot going on up here uh, in order to fill us in on some of the surprises that they found up here. Um, in really, in the middle of the community of Itamar. So, first of all, Dvir, thank you so much.
1: Uh, welcome. It's uh, I'm glad to, to to do it.
0: So let's back it up. A few weeks, you were supposed to be doing a different dig, right? That got canceled, like the night before.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, we 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 planned um, um, another. To, to to dig in in the, in another site in Teltibne, which is um, in uh, Bethel mountain um a tale a biblical tale with uh, uh, classic uh, periods um very interesting and large uh, uh, site but the um, day before we, uh, we, we we was supposed to to go and start to to, to dig we got a cancel from the civil administration because of um, some problems uh, that I don't understand um, but we uh, have to we, we had to to, to choose um, in, in immediately um, another site other site, for, for make the, the excavation and we choose here Kribetria Itamar because it's an uh, interesting uh, site uh, which is located in the area that um, um I mean it's it's a country lens in the terms of the civil administration and
0: just to fill in my listeners, who, a couple of weeks ago, I put up a podcast, I'd done a webinar with Dr. Shai Bar, another archaeologist, who explains us the difficulties of digging in the Shomron, of civil administration, of not getting work published for digging here, and all these ridiculous things that come up because it's supposedly occupied territory. So, Dr. Aviv, with whom I'm speaking right now, is one of the archaeologists who's also known for really being familiar with the Shomron, for literally walking. Walking the hills and finding things. Um, this site here in Itamar. It was known before or it was like on somebody's kind of backlist if we have time to do this because the community of Itamar it's within the community and the community, community of Itamar is built up around it I wish I could show everybody where we are right now looking out on Mont cuisine, looking out on Monteval, over to the west um, the beautiful hills around us so you, so you had this kind of like in your mind that if you had time you were going to come to this site?
1: Yes, it's, it's a known site in the 90s the civil administration the unit of archaeology of Civil administration, um, um, Hanania uh, Izmi, which is the head of this unit, uh, made an excavation in some tombs in the slopes of, of, of this hill um, and, fa- and found the uh, uh, Roman um, pottery oil lamps um, from the early and the middle of the Roman period. Um, And after that, um, uh, four years ago, another um, person from this unit um, uh, made here an excavation um, with the uh, children from from the settlement of of Itamar and exposed this uh, beautiful uh, building that we uh, stand on it's uh, w- one of the walls, uh, in ashlar stone. Uh, but I don't have anything from that excavation because the excavator um, uh, didn't. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's it's. It's, it's things not,
0: didn't get marked the way they should have the things that were found here because it wasn't an official excavation it
1: was, yes it not, it's it's not was a, it wasn't a, a real excavation it mm-hmm. was a, a children that dig and the excavator come and i I, I don't have nothing from that excavation mm-hmm. um, but it's very interesting uh, building and that is the reason that we one of the we have here um uh, three areas uh, of excavation um one of them when I mean, we start with this um this area in order to understand the uh, history of this um, interesting building and ashlar stones with um, um uh, margins uh, draft uh, 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 margins with the with the bosses uh, the excavator uh, suggests the, the excavator suggested that it was in a, a samaritan synagogue uh, because the direction is to our grisim and we have here a bench mm-hmm. uh, but it's actually it's not to, to the direction of Algresim, as you can see. Right. And this is not benches, this is part of the walls, uh, a stone that missed. And uh, actually, it's if, if we uh, looking on the plan of this um, building, we can compare it to store, to, to store uh, rooms mm-hmm. in many Roman periods along the uh, sea uh, shore. Uh, like uh, Keisaria and Apollonia and Shikmona and Ashkelon, we have many uh, such uh, similar buildings uh, that use for storage. And as you can see, there there is a, a, a floor mm-hmm. made uh, of, of plaster. And um, the entrance to this building, you, you see the entrance? I... I don't see the entrance. No, from, I. From the up.
0: This must the, have been the basement that we're looking at room. here. Yes,
1: it's it's exactly it's it's a basement. It's a very in, uh, impressive basement, and in order to date this building, we uh, cut the floor and uh, dig underneath the plus the the plaster uh, of the floor, and we found some potsherds. From the early Roman period, from the 1st century uh, right. CE, um, so
0: that's when the temple is still standing in Jerusalem, the Second yes. Temple.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. and when we look on this assemblage of pot and um, potsherds, uh, we can say that it's it it's not uh, it's from this the the 5th century CE, the middle maybe the late. A uh, fifth century CE, and it's mean wh- when we look uh, around, we s- we can see a uh, Shem Nablus Nablus uh, found in uh, seventy two uh, CE as Neapolis, one of the large cities in Palestine, um, and this is very appropriate to to be um, in in the same time. I mean, I mean when na- when Neapolis was found, it's very fit a foundation of um, impressive Ashler Stone building here and not far from from Neapolis um, someone that was uh, connected to the administration of Neapolis or someone that he, ha- he had um, enough uh,
0: money, money. <laughs> yes. maybe on the land I just want to try and put this a little in context for my listeners we're looking out right now on Mount Eval and Mount Grizim and Shem the ancient city of Shem of course the biblical city of Shem is in the valley in between them so when the Romans destroy the, the, the city of Shem and they build a new city Neapolis but there's no P in Arabic so Neapolis over the years becomes known as Nablus and that's why Shrem and Nablus are known as the same place and there's a beautiful Roman City in there, except that we can't access it right now because it's under the Palestinian Authority. Although archaeologists have in the past, and we do have a lot of information on it.
1: Yes. Yes, but sm- small thing. The Roman didn't um, yeah, uh, did nothing to Shem because Shem didn't was exist in the in the pre seventy two C.E. year. Uh, the tale of Shem was destroyed um, by. John Ochinoth the First in the late s- second century B.C.E.
0: the, so, the Hasmonean, who also destroys the yes. uh, we think the Samaritan temple on top of yes. Mount
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. But when the Roman uh, comes to 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 here, uh, the it it was empty. I mean, we we know about Maabarta or Mamorta. Uh, it's depend if we look on Josephus or uh, Plinius, the Elder um a, a site a settlement site but we don't know if it was a city uh, mm-hmm. how large it was uh, but it was uh, a settlement
0: well, I oh, we also oh, realized oh, in Samaritans. those days they were much smaller. We think of a city now. We think of millions of people. Yes. It's not even in the biblical times. It was maybe tens, maybe hundreds of people. So where we are right now, what you mentioned is what the excavator had first thought is for the Samaritans, when they built their synagogues, they f- they faced Mount Grisim, just like synagogues that traditional Jews would build would point towards Jerusalem and still today if your synagogue, if you're in the United States, probably faces east. It's not because it's facing east, it's because it's facing towards Jerusalem. And so one of the ways of defining the difference between a Samaritan synagogue and a traditional Jewish, mainstream Jewish synagogue would be the direction in which it faces because we have found quite a few, especially right from the Byzantine period. See, I remember what you taught me in the class (laughs) in this area. So Itamar, named after the one of the sons of the of the high priest is uh is is in a fabulously strategic place and looking out here so the question is when you're digging because the next thing over that there is a very enthusiastic group of kids digging here today um is a Beit Bad. You found an olive press here as well. Do you think it's connected to this building? It's from no. the same time period?
1: No. no, the the olive press that we exposed is underneath a floor of building that is the same level with this structure. So
0: it's older. If it's underneath, it's older. Yes,
1: it's older. It's from the 5th century CE, maybe earlier, from the late Second Temple period.
0: So maybe Hashmonaim? That has maybe maybe, maybe
1: but uh, according to the pottery that we found it's uh, mainly from the period of Herod until 70 uh-huh. CE so. so
0: Herod is minus minus 37 to minus 4 so coming up on that and also for my Christian listeners understand that this is also a very interesting time in terms of the New Testament and what's happening in the Shomron and a lot of a lot of really cool things so even the difference of a few years makes is very like there's a lot of stuff going on then in the 1st century uh BCE and then the 1st century CE. Yes.
1: In the, in this time this area was the border between the Samaritan area and the Jewish area. We can see from here the Akraba um, village. You see right. this uh on the on the
0: on, on uh, the ridge.
1: ...buildings on the ridge, yes, and yeah. this it's it's belonged the this belonged to the Akra, the uh, the Akrabi um, Arab village today that located on the site of the Akrabat, um, one of the um, um, main uh, settlements here f- uh, in, in the uh, Hellenistic Roman Byzantine uh, periods. And um, Acrabat Akra- was the northern um, um, capital toparchy of Judea, uh, from the after the time of the uh, John uh conquered Samaria and until the Balkovai revolt and, and so in so on on the
0: that's over 200 years.
1: Yes, so on the one side we can see the the Jewish area of Judea and in. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and in, in the right, in and then the we turn turn left the, and, and we see yes, the and we can see the, the to, to to the north we can see the area of, of nablus the Samaritan area we can see Al-Grizim, the central uh, city of the Samaritans until the Hasmonean period and after that we we don't know really um about the Samaritans how they um different um from the from the jewish mm-hmm. fr- from the jews but in terms of the um, material culture we do not we, we we don't nothing we we don't know n- nothing about them i mean we we can um define um, um, a jewish settlements according to the uh, stone vessels and ossuaries and coins f- from the um, uh, revolts against the Romans, but we don't have nothing about the Samaritans. I mean, ritual baths, uh, mm-hmm. and we have here four ritual baths. One of them we exposed.
0: here on this side you have four mikvaot. Yes, wow.
1: we have four mikvaot. One of them we exposed, and we can. Uh, dated to the late Second Temple period to the early Roman period, and it's very interesting. And and if we are in a Samaritan village uh, from the late Second Temple period and uh, uh, until the, the the end of the Roman period, it's very interesting because we we until today we don't have site that we can define as Samaritan in the early Roman period. Really? Yes.
0: With all the digging that's happened here. Wow.
1: Yes, yes. We we know about the Samaritans in the late Roman and the Byzantine period. You, you mentioned the synagogues of the Samaritans. So the synagogues of the Samaritans is from the late Roman and Byzantine period. But in the early Roman period, the first... And the second century C.E. and earlier in the first century B.C.E., we we don't know nothing about the material culture and how to define them and how to um, to, to 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 identify them. Hmm.
0: Um, there aren't there aren't blatant differences between them and and the Jewish villages, the traditional Jewish villages, meaning they had also ritual baths. Right?
1: Okay, so one of the questions that we don't um, know um, to, to, to answer um, on it is, is we know about ritual baths of the Samaritans from the second century ah, but onward, but okay. before we don't know if the Samaritans. Um, used in ritual baths in the second temple period, like the mm-hmm. like the Jews, that the Jews had these ritual baths from the Hasmonean period. Right. But we know we, we can point on a, a Samaritan ritual baths from the second hmm. century onward, but not earlier.
0: So this can give information for a time period about the Samaritans. It's really unclear. This yes, dig that you're really doing unclear right unclear now,
1: and 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 the the continuation of this of the dig of the excavation in this site, could answer on on these uh, questions like the um, ritual bath in the Second Temple period of the Samarit the, the Samaritan ritual bath in the Second Temple period, and how they uh, difference from the Jews. Um, I mean, we have here coins. We have here uh, pottery. um, Some of them whole. uh,
0: Really, you found whole jugs?
1: Yes, here in the in the oil press uh, um, chamber, we we have um, um, a discus oil lamp. Yes, from from the.
0: Now, uh, how they were designed doesn't necessarily tell you who to whom they belonged because the oil lamps had. Different uh, inscriptions on them sometimes, or different designs, but that yes, wouldn't. But it was a simple one.
1: It's look, it's look uh-huh. the same. Like we okay. found in the in the Jewish settlements and the hmm. in the pagan settlements, it, it's not. Uh, we cannot. Yes.
0: Well, archaeology is really detective work, and, and pulling it together. Have any of the Samaritans, for those of you who aren't aware, there are still Samaritans living on Mount Grizim. Um, and they consider themselves the real Jews. And it's, it's really, and that's why I've, when I guide, I take people up there. It's a fascinating glimpse into some of the changes that Judaism has had over the years. And, and the whole thing is absolutely fabulous. And on Sukkot, which we just finished, they, they make their sukkah in their living room. They just hang up some fruit in the living room a lot easier than what we do, by the way. Um, but they do celebrate it. And, and uh, a lot of the same things look very, very similar to what mainstream Judaism does today. Have any of them come here to this dig? To no. nothing?
1: No, no, nothing. Not just their students from Babylon University and from Herzog College and volunteers, but not from uh-huh. Mon Maybe
0: they'll come. Maybe they'll be listening to this podcast and they'll say, we had no idea we're running over. Can I give them your number if they come? <laughs> And they want to. Have, so, what have you found? So, we've got this building that's unclear that was here before. We have an Dido olive press. there's the olive press. Okay.
1: Here, um, you can see a cistern, and near the cistern there is a, a stone, flat stone that right. that connect to a floor of of another building, and on that uh, stone we found a coin, a bronze coin from the middle of the third century C.E. with depiction of Mount Grisim. Uh, yes, uh, it's um, of the uh, Tribonianus Gallus uh, Caesar um, and we can see Nike, the victory uh, god.
0: For those of you wearing sneakers right now, that's Nike, yeah, the god of victory, that's why. Right.
1: Yes, okay, she she yes. holds the, the Mount Grisim and it's very nice.
0: That, is that an unusual find? That kind of that uh, kind of coin.
1: It's uh, yes. I mean, it's it's a uh, stuck uh, minted in uh, Neapolis. Right here. Uh, right here, and from excavations, it's quite rare. But uh, we we know many such uh, coins mm-hmm. from.
0: From looting and theft, yes, to get back to what Shaibar was telling us. Um, so I had read that you found a cistern that had been sealed? Yes. And wh-
1: what we, was in we it? We are in Area B, and the cistern and another very interesting uh, remains uh, is in, in, in Area C. So if you want, we can okay. go to, to, see, okay. to see this. Uh, yeah, all
0: okay. right. So we're going to do that. Okay, we're back. We took a little hike up to the next site over here. And this is where you found the cistern.
1: Yes, this is area C. And here we started to expose um, walls of ancient uh, buildings. One of them uh, made from ashlar stones. Um, It's not exactly wall. It's more... um, it's it's um, maybe podium or bench. Um, it's very impressive. It's very large stones, and it's date to the fifth uh, century C.E. or earlier. Okay. Uh, we have a floor that uh, uh, fit also plastered. No, no, uh, fit with these uh, stones a floor with the coins and wow. patches from, from the fifth century sea. And at the foot of these, of, of this uh, bench, we have a um, system that we exposed in the last day of the uh, season uh, in August. And in the floor of this uh, system we found five whole vessels. From the fifth century CE, maybe from the Great Revolt, but it's it's hard to say exactly because it, because it it's just uh, vessels and not coins or, or.
0: And there's nothing inside them.
1: Um, two of them uh, were with the uh, fill, um, but we don't sure how these vessels um, get to, to 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 the floor. Um, if by uh, someone or group of mm-hmm. uh, refugees or something like this, or um, they just uh, p- pulled up to to the water, and when the water after the cistern um, uh, was empty, was empty mm-hmm. these vessels uh, uh, comes to, to 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 the floor. Oh, they just
0: sink to the bottom of the cistern. Yes,
1: uh-huh. yes, at the bottom of the cistern. Okay.
0: Now, with all the science that we have, can you date the plaster? You know, we used to organic material. If we even found it, there was not much we could do. But now with all these modern technologies and labs, is that one of the things that you can do? Or have you you found seeds? Or have you found anything like that that might give you a clue as to not just the time period, but what people here were eating? And, wow, it opens up just so many different possibilities.
1: Yes, so we we have some... Uh, samples of plaster and botanic material that we found and we plan to um, to investigate mm-hmm. um, in, in labs in Bar Ilan University and in Haifa University and in uh, Hai College. Um, we have uh, uh, colleagues uh, that um, um, make this uh, um, research. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, anything with writing? Any astro? Because that's always right. Like the the, the thrill of an archaeologist is to find s- something was written. First of all, the language that it was written in tells you the ink that it was written in. Have you found anything with writing at all yet?
1: No, just on coins, uh-huh. but no inscriptions. It would be very interesting to see in, in, in inscriptions, but. Uh, we 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 don 't have until now mm-hmm. uh, so, so far nothing uh, beside coins uh, right
0: because right. the Samaritans were using ancient Hebrew paleo ivrit as we call it right, even in the second Temple period when the Jews had switched more over like to the square Hebrew writing, so would that give you a clue if you found that in a uh, second temple period site if you, you found know. ancient Hebrew not necessarily
1: actually, the Samaritans use in uh, a paleo-hebrew in in not in a uh, late second temple okay. period and not before the fourth century ce i mean the late roman period and in in the in the second temple period in in, in the middle roman the second century they used in uh, in a square uh, script like the jews but it it would be very interesting to, to see here inscriptions. Right. It could uh, help us to to suggest and mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: the the identity of the settlers.
0: Like. I mean, are you going to scan... You said you found pots. Are you going to scan them for writing? Because I remember, I think it was just last year, reading that what used to be thought of as blank, now they realize under a certain light the ink faded, but now with certain kinds of lamps that they didn't have in archaeology until recently, they can actually make out words. And I remember all the archaeologists saying... We throw all this stuff away. And, like, we can't throw anything away anymore because we don't know if it's writing that just faded. Is that is that one of the plans to do? Because someone might have written on one of the vessels what was inside?
1: Yes, I mean, these vessels... But, by the way, today I found two more vessels uh, in, inside the system. So we have uh, not five, but uh, seven vessels. And yes, we will scan them and we will try to to check if there there was well, the uh, yes, inscriptions
0: so where where is this work going to be published can is it going to be published i know publishing usually takes years from when the dig and an archaeologist not you of course but other archaeologists are notorious for either never publishing their work or taking like a decade so how do, how does and i'm saying this because we're just coming off of the interview with Shaibar who said that you know he can publish but none of the big Our academic uh, um, publications will pick it up, or he can present. So were you going to be able to tell people about what you found here?
1: Yes, it's a very pain point.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, He's smiling, but he's not really smiling.
1: Yes, but we have the Israeli journals. The Israeli journals so Mm. far uh, didn't reject um, such uh, materials from Judea and Samaria.
0: Right. And one of the advantages of where you are here, because it's within the community of is it's, it's not going to get looted, right? As long as it's fenced in along with the community, there's, we're protecting the community, but we're also protecting the findings here, which is just so sad. Like uh, you mentioned Aqaba, which we're looking at here. So what is going on over there that's not a good thing? Isn't there a Hashmoni... In, What's happening on ah, Akba, or you yeah.
1: can see the the fort, the ancient the fortress of Aruma. It, uh, it's a biblical site which is mentioned once in the Bible, in, in, in the Bible, in uh, Judges chapter uh, nine, in connection to, to Avimelech that sat there, and
0: Gidon's son.
1: Yes, yeah, the Gidon's son and. Above the, the biblical site, we have a uh, Hasmonean Herodian fortress, very, very impressive. Um, for example, a um, system of cisterns, of, uh, uh, which is the largest that we know from the Hasmonean period. And we don't know um, references to, to this site in the Hasmonean or the Herodian period. But it's very impressive uh, fortress that controlled the northern border of the land of Judea from the time uh, of the Hasmoneans and the Herodian period.
0: But unfortunately, the Palestinian Authority is wreaking havoc up there, and the Israeli authority has not stopped them—at least not yet. They filled in some of the cisterns with cement, is my understanding.
1: So at the top of the tell, they they make uh, they they made uh, works by tractors and destroyed uh, many of the uh, remains, uh, architectural remains of buildings and and other things uh, that was there from the biblical period and from the Hellenistic Hasmonean early Roman period Mm. um, at the top and on the slopes you can see the
0: You know, I just, I look around with what care the people here who are digging are taking to make sure that dirt from one layer doesn't fall into the next layer. and, And everything is being done so carefully. And then... You look across the valley and it's just being brutally destroyed. it's I know my listeners are probably tired of hearing me say this, but it's so pain it's like physically painful, especially when you come out to these areas, you realize how special they are. You realize that every hill holds its secrets, and it's like whoever gets there first will make the entire difference as to whether the history is discovered or not.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> I agree with all words.
0: There's really nothing else to say. Okay, Dr. Dviraviv, uh, thank you so much for illuminating for all of us as best as we can this day. And uh, I'm sure as every day goes on, you're just finding more and more and we'll be reading about it. And uh, just thank you so much. And really, again, for everything that I learned this year. My tourists will eventually hear about it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Take care, everybody. My name is Jeremy Gimpel, and I live here in the mountains of Judea. And in these unprecedented times, I wanted to offer you a gift from the land of Israel. We've been here at the cutting edge of the Jewish return to the land of Israel. We've come to the place where King David first assembled his men, and where he wrote most of the book of Psalms. We are quite literally transforming this desert mountain area into a Garden of Eden-like oasis. Watching prophecy manifest into reality, we felt called to reach out to the nations, to teach them lessons from the Bible in the original Hebrew, unlocking insights and understandings that you can only get if you read the text in its original language and from a Judean perspective. I hope to see you at the Land of Israel Fellowship. Shalom.